Hi everyone, welcome back to the Highbury Hangout where today we'll be doing a post-match chat about the Reading game. Let's begin with a recap of the key moments. So coming off the back of international break with only two days preparation, the team really had to dig deep on a very wet night in Reading in front of a record crowd for the Royals of 3,611. In literally the opening minute, an effort from Blackstenius was just about pushed away by the goalkeeper. Chances from Beth Mead and Laura Weinrother, who is once again picked ahead of Noel Maritz, also didn't get us off the mark. To be perfectly honest, the miss from Weinrother was a situation where she was outstretching and unfortunately she hit it with her shin, not her boot. In my opinion, it was a bit of a sitter, but, you know, we were settling into the game. It was very early on. Black Stenius gave us our lead on the half-hour mark, striking from distance, which is slightly unusual for her when she normally takes them within the box, but she then went on to hit the post twice. On the hour mark, we were awarded a penalty for handball. Kim Little's attempt was saved by Jacqueline Burns, who was making her WSL debut. A quick fact for you, <laughs> of Kim Little's 19 WSL penalties, she scored 15, which is why I think most people, including the commentators, were really quite surprised about this miss, and you could see how impressed the goalkeeper was with her save, in terms of, you know, she knew what a prolific goalscorer she'd just saved against. There was also a triple substitution with Jordan Nobbs, Lena Hertig, and Frieda Marnham coming on. Now, what it all means is... Unfortunately, after Man United's 4-0 win against Brighton, they overtake us in the league purely on goal difference because obviously we only scored the one goal last night. For now though, their focus obviously turns to European football as they prepare for their game against Lyon. Breaking the game down a little statistically now, there was four yellow cards for Reading, two for Arsenal, one of which went to Caitlin Ford, which, firstly, three games into the season and Caitlin's only two yellow cards away from suspension. But maybe more shockingly is that Caitlin Ford actually has more yellows now than Katie McCabe. Mental. We love a bit of change from our gal, although she has she did receive a yellow card in the game. Reading had seven shots to Arsenal's 21, but on target only three and six for Arsenal. Reading had eight touches in the opponent's box, whereas Arsenal had 39. And then finally, possession was 32% Reading, 68% Arsenal. Our player of the match, much like the men's game, which was also 1-0, was our goalkeeper, Zinsberger. She made some really critical saves and also really calmed down the game, I think, you know, with what she was saying and communicating, as well as some calm, slow distribution throughout the game. Now, while Beth Mead wasn't on the score sheet tonight, her stat breakdown is really interesting. So she played the full 90 minutes, created five chances, won two out of two tackles, nine duels were won, seven recoveries, four fouls drawn and two successful dribbles which just shows what a powerhouse and hard worker she really is for us now looking at setup and formation firstly at reading so the side normally play with a back three but went with a back four i think Jonas eidaval mentioned that he actually thought they might even go for a back five although 
Once they released their team sheet, it was relatively clear what formation they were going for. And Eidvall also said after the game that he felt the team were mature enough to handle those kinds of situations. Player-wise, Deanne Rose, who I spoke about in my previous videos on TikTok and also the podcast, is out injured for a very long time, so unfortunately did not play. And I apologise if I confuse anyone slash the misinformation involved in that. But as I said, Tia Primer was an excellent player for them really battled even with Kate and Cabe head on quite impressive and I think we can all be really excited for her future but looking at Arsenal and how we set up obviously the biggest change is the loss of our star centre-back pairing Leah Williamson and Raffaele Souza there's no huge injury updates on the pair we did see a video recently of Sousa in the Arsenal gym with a boot on but training on a bike although she was not happy with the playlist but it's really good to see her back in some sort of action. Leah Williamson similarly has been seen in a boot both at Lioness's games and on the NTA red carpet which I think we can all agree Leah absolutely pulled off not that I was ever in question obsessed with the boot and then the Gucci shoe on the other an icon. It has been confirmed that both players will be out for several weeks, so obviously we wish them a speedy and healthy recovery. But for now, we can definitely expect to see Lotte Wubamoy in a lot more action. But who she was paired with last night surprised a lot of pundits and myself. So, like most people, I assume Jem Beattie would be called into action given she is a natural central defender. But Catley is, of course, versatile and left-footed. her left-footedness does benefit the team a lot. So you can see the thought process behind it, although Jen Beattie did come on in the final few minutes. When Lee Williamson plays, she pushes Arsenal and, of course, when she captains England, she pushes the team forward. This is normally done by driving forward or playing passes through the midfield. Or even as we saw at the North London derby when she intelligently aerialed the ball over Spurs midfields multiple times, pulling players in different directions and causing them a lot of confusion as well as creating space. For the Reading game, that was left to Catley with this rather large task and big boots to fill, but instead of on the right, on the left. Now, in my opinion, the partnership and therefore the game overall maybe didn't look as fluid and kind of easy I would say, as we used to do, but that's to be expected. This isn't our usual partnership, but overall, I think they did really well and they definitely grew into their roles together going into the second half. In reference to Catley as well, specifically, she was a huge part of the success, although it was a miss in the build-up of Black Sennis's attempt in the opening minute. And while the defensive line was for sure deeper than we used to, in certainly the WSL games I think that's to be expected and it kind of helped calm down maybe the uneasiness and the unknown and maybe even by the time this partnership has developed in the next few games we can expect them to play a bit higher up how we're used to seeing Leah and Rafa. On the topic of comparisons between the normal lineup and this lineup especially between Lotta and Leah Eunice Eideval said, We always acknowledge the player's strengths. Steph on the left will be very comfortable driving the ball forward. You do that a lot when you're a left fullback, so that makes a lot of sense. Followed by, 
It would be crazy to say that everyone would make the same passes as Leah Williamson would, and that's how you what you have to do playing centre-back for Arsenal. Compare her to Lotta. Leah Williamson is a better player to play through the lines, whereas Lotta has a better long kick. You need to play to the player's strengths rather than being stuck in saying, these are always the same patterns we're going to play. So, adjusting to the player's strength was more evident in the second half against Reading, I would say. And the home side did not have a shot in the first half, but applied pressure after the break, which gave Arsenal problems. But I think that that comes back into what we were talking about just a minute ago with how high up we played the defensive line. Overall, I think given we only had two days preparation and we've had some huge impacting injuries, both in terms of how we set up and also I think the characters and leadership that Leah brings... I think we did really well to get all three points and hopefully we can make up the goal difference in other games. So while it wasn't maybe the easiest watching or the most enjoyable game of football, a win is a win and I think that's the most important thing. Especially when there's so little games and the season is so short. So that concludes the post-match chat about Reading. Like I said, it was a gritty win, but a win. So next up will be an opponent report against Leon and hopefully I will be able to report maybe some success from either Beth or Viv at the Ballon d'Or. Fingers crossed. Bye everyone, thanks for listening.